Welcome to Titanic Reaction. I'm Tony Mangus. Be aware, these are real stories. Well, most of them are. They will contain tales of alcohol, drugs, sex, extreme violence, and language Mary Whitehouse would not approve of. Take caution when listening. This is Titanic Reaction. I'm Tony Mangus. I'm here with David and Miss Dina from the Prids. I have known them long enough that it was before cell phones, and when we used to book shows together, we had to use answering machines. Back. <laughs> oh God, it's true. Does it make the shows better though? Did it? I mean, I think I think sometimes that kind of stuff did. I I I remember a lot of those kind of early contacts were all just literally you dropped off a tape. There's a phone number on it, and you really had to call and talk to somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then maybe play a little phone tag to set up a show. You know, to do a show. Right. <laughs> Funny. Yes. Do you remember the first show that? uh that you booked at Satyricon? Oh God! Yeah, that was new band night. Yeah. Oh, we, I guess with I guess with me because uh, oh. you uh, you called me fifty times, <laughs> probably. That was me. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. No, <laughs> Oh, God. It was totally worth it. I got messages day after day, and then one oh. weekend there was a cancellation, and it was like two weeks out, and so I called you and said, "Okay." Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's funny. That's so funny. Um, no, I well, I I, bear, I don't remember that hardly at all. You know, personally, but right. But uh, you know, it was I, always my job. <laughs> <laughs> I had jobs too. I, <laughs> it was a division of labor, Tony. Miss <laughs> Dina had to leave the messages. <laughs> right. Basically, I was probably calling 50 times. He's like, did, you, did they call back? Call him again. <laughs> right? Probably. Uh, that might be it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, you have to pretend you're Malcolm McLaren. Oh, I'm so glad. I ne- you never told me that. So that makes me so happy, though. Oh, but the show turned out so good because I, I mean, I had no idea what was going to happen. It, it was, it was great. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and worth it. And you worked your ass off. Oh, yeah. God. Yep. <laughs> 26 years later, here we are. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how long you guys have been in Portland, but it's... Well, we haven't been in Portland. We're... We've been 21 years in Portland and 26 as a as like playing, playing music together. together. So where'd you start? My hometown, St. Joseph, Missouri, which was... Um, Oh, God. It's not good. It's a terrible place. Small town, really racist, homophobic, everything you could, everything you think of, like, a really small Midwestern town. So, so yeah, my hometown, I met him. He was in a band. Um, and he ended, yeah, David's not from Missouri. He's from California. So he ended up there. You want to talk about that at all? God, how? <laughs> Man. Just tell the time. I just got lots of trouble. I got lots of trouble in California and had to had to you know how how it goes. Tony, you know, you get you know, then I just had to leave, leave get away as far away. And and I thought it was so cute. I found myself in this tiny place, you know, I met a guy and uh and uh and he was from St. Joseph, Missouri, and I and I ended up like writing some songs with him and then ended up in in Missouri, and that's where I met her. Thinking like, he couldn't get in any places, trouble. I just thought it was so small. There's no, you can't have any problems there. Not any real ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not any big city problems. No, not big city problems. No. 
No, you can try. It, do, it's, it doesn't happen. <laughs> You're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so, and I saw his band and I thought it sucked. So I went up to him and I said, we should start a band again. It'll be better than this one. And I didn't know how to play anything. And he believed me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we went and got guitars and learned how to play them. It really is that stupid. <laughs> the story is that stupid. Band sucks. Yeah. We should be in a band together. Yeah, so much, yeah. Okay, so what much, do you play? So much nothing. Flexing and, yeah, over <laughs> over nothing. Yeah. We really do. We went to a pawn shop and bought guitars. Yeah. Well, yours is from a pawn shop. We've, you know, for years we've been saying with our from pawn shops because I think that, mine that, was. that we like that legend. But mine was from the st- the actual guitar shop. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm ditching that, like that rags, rags to riches story. Mine was from a pawn shop. <laughs> I deserve the nicer one. I've got a whole more narrative. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> was it a guitar or bass? Oh, bass. That's a he. Mine was, a, yeah, a six string, like, you know, strap. Was that like, the wash strap thing? copy? Oh. No, just strap, strap copy. Yeah, PV strap copy. Did you get a fender <laughs> did you get a fender precision copy? She did an epiphone. Oh. Yeah. Originally. Oh, that's not bad from a pawn shop. Nice. Right, right. Oh, I still have it. <laughs> that one the No, there's little short the scale. The little short Oh, okay. Scale. Not the backbreaker. <laughs> I still have the backbreaker. <laughs> But I had the reverse Thunderbird. Oh, so heavy. Yeah. So that's how that's how we started playing music together. (laughs) Like since I'm from Portland, like prejudice against small towns. Not that Portland's cool. I just mean from the coast. Since I'm from the coast and from a city. Hey, look, I understand. I'm from the coast too. You know, these people. I don't fully understand them. You know, (laughs) try to. What were the clubs like? Was there lots no, of bands, like bands into good music? or There's no music. There was no independent music. There was nothing. There were just, like, cover bands and bars. There was no scene. In, like, Kansas City or something, there might, there was, there were some bands, I guess. Yeah. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence, Kansas was the college town. But not in St. Joseph. But, the, but that's, we have to, I did have to drive, like, 50 or 60 miles to go to a show. So there's nothing where I'm from at all. So really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you get fucked with there? Um, I mean, just like any other teenager. I mean, I, we moved out to Olympia when I was 17. We didn't last long. We <laughs> couldn't find jobs or anything. Ended up in Southern California and back in Missouri. Um, I don't I, I, I feel like I was... I, I dropped out of high school when I was right before I turned 16. So as far as being fucked with, I mean, just like any other kid, I guess. I was a weird kid, but I I just figured it was normal to be, you know, messed with. How'd you find out about good music there? Oh, God. There was, I could barely get the college station. I moved I, there. And <laughs> partially true. That's partially true. Yeah. But I was just in a bed. I mean, I was just into like fans like the doors and stuff, you know, the, the things you would if you're a weirdo you're into when you're 14 or 13 years old. And what year and, was that? Oh god. Uh what just how, to put this all in context. Uh 91, I guess I would have been 14. So it's not what we met, but <laughs> no, we met a few years later, 94, and then yeah. started making music in 95. Mm-hmm. Um met briefly and then met again and started yeah. dating that's a whole other part of the story yeah. the dating part 
short-lived you know most of our relationship has not been as a couple so yeah. that's not like people think people kind of you know they 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 always bring it up you get drawn to that I, that that part of the story but it's like really not for us not it's like such a little glimpse you know and like or, right. or a, a small glimpse into what what our relationship really is it's what people find interesting though they do they, they well, were it's, a couple it's and then they broke up and they're still together playing music it's exciting, How? Man, i love that shit yeah but it's <laughs> but it's not it's not i don't i she's like a sister to me i don't see her that way you know don't tell them but i have to tell you know but you it's funny <laughs> to tell uh, you know new, new people that you're seeing that uh you know well i travel around with my ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> and I sleep in beds with her, uh, but I promise you nothing's going on. I'm like, right. Mm. See, I'm like, no, but really. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, not that exciting. I guess other than I think people find it interesting that you can stay friends with someone that you dated. Yeah. That's well, the- they want to know the secret to that. Right. Also. What is the secret? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> um, well, a couple who that has like a child perhaps or something would be more equivocal because losing her as a romantic partner was one thing, but losing the band to losing my musical partner was a whole, that's like, that's, that's losing like everything I was thinking I was about to do with my life. So I was like, you know, I can fucking get over this other part, I think, right. you know, but I don't think I can get over losing both. Basically it was selfish. So, you know, survival, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> But I mean, you're friends with lots of people that you dated. Oh, well, I, that's we started. I, it was a trend that I started in my life. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, and I just continued. And that now, when they if like if they you know they pop up like you know Heather from California, you know, like it's like I'm ready. I can do this. I'm ready. I'm good at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and if you care about somebody, like what you just throw them away. I mean, most lots of breakups aren't bad. So you just can't be friends. Like it's a little, that's weird. It's weird. I don't understand it, but, but I mean, I understand when people are hurt and feel betrayed, you know, right, of but, course. and that's, I think a testament, you know, if I, I have a lot of, because it, it says a lot about a person who's, who doesn't, if a person, you meet a person and every, all their exes are crazy or they're all awful. Right. They're all awful. <laughs> that's a problem. It's you. Right. All is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them, they're terrible. (laughs) Yep, it's not you, honey. Yeah.
to go back to St. Joseph? No, my grandma died in 2015 and she raised me. Since then, I don't really have a reason to go back. I have a bunch of friends. Well, not a bunch. I have a few friends left there now. And I'm like, you're never going to see me unless you come visit me. I came back for 20 years. Really? And why, and, yeah, and what, why would you at this point? Oh. I mean, like, if, if they want to visit, they should come here. I mean, what, what, barely can have a, you can barely go out and have dinner there. I know. <laughs> it's that bad. Yeah. Still. You, I, mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to talk shit, really. But like, you can, we, we, especially as vegans, we can't, you can barely go yeah. out. You can not really go out to dinner at like somewhere decent. Right. It's, it's not great. Yeah, and if you do go somewhere and have to alter something, it's like, I'm allergic to it and I'll die. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, there's nothing there. Like, her her your, her grandmother died, and uh, then it was just like, oh, I guess we're done with that place. <laughs> Not done with Kansas City, necessarily. Right, I don't necessarily right. think that that's the... No. But uh, St. Joseph's an interesting place because... Um, they, they had so much going for that. It's right on the Missouri River. It had the Pony Express. It was just like a, a hub. Like, it, it, like yeah, it was where Pony Express started. It was just... Jesse po- James died there. It was kind of like um, legendary. Right, right, right. But like, I, mean, I don't think Jesse James was good for business exactly. Sure. But, but the, the, what I mean is it was primed to, to explode as a... As a, as a, as a as but a, a well-known place is what I'm saying. You know, right, at right. that time. But, so why did Omaha... And Kansas City become these big cities around it, while St. Joseph re- remained small, even though it had everything more going, everything going for it. Same things is because it's racism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just yeah. I mean, it's way better now than when we first were there. But yeah, you know, but but that that that, that God, is it. It seems like after Trump, it would be worse. Yeah, I don't know. They, our lo- the local newspaper there is one of the ones that. I don't know how many endorsed him in the United States, but they were one of the <laughs> papers that did. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> of course. At the same time, you know, like, I, it just goes to show, like, that little town also has been a place where I've met some of the, some of the best people I've ever met. You know, especially this one, you know. But, like, so I, what does it all mean? I don't know. <laughs> that there are good people everywhere. That's what it means. Right. <laughs> how did you end up moving to Portland? Because you said you moved to Olympia and then L.A. Where, how did Portland fit in? Oh, we met a guy who wanted to play keyboards, and he was from Portland. Um, but David read an interview with Team Dresch. This is funny. Tell him about the interview. Well, it, it was an interview with Team Dresch, and they, they, they were talk, talking about the, the cafeteria at the Adventist Hospital. And, and how, like, it's one of my favorite restaurants. Yes! Right. That's what I was telling him. Right. She's mentioned that. And so we, I was like, man, I just want to, I want to live somewhere where I can go. And I, I, even if it's just that cafeteria, that stupid hospital. Yes. You know, not that the hospital's stupid. I have no, no offense. I don't mean that. You know, right. <laughs> I take it back. Um, but, but yeah, it was just I was just like I'm. It was just a kind of an the an inspiration to be somewhere where I could go have food. Right. Not that you know, like it, it, it But and we I'm, could go do other things. Like we could go dancing. Yeah, maybe go dancing. Ooh, that's novel. perhaps perhaps dancing. <laughs> but right. yeah, yeah. There was not, something besides a hardcore scene. The food, yeah, the, I, I say food, but we all when when it comes to like food, like especially when if you're, it's about like, when you have dietary like ideas like or or, or ethics. Um, mm. when you talk about food, you're not just talking about food. You're like, you're talking about culture. 
like that, that exists somewhere, right. you know, that, that you're looking for. And we thought maybe Portland had it. Yeah. And it was true. Yeah. It was all true. It was God. I can't believe you go to the hospital. I've, I've been made so much fun of for dragging people to the hospital to eat. <laughs> like, because you can go to a complete vegetarian. So there's funny. a grill. There's... I remember you telling me, you're like, I got there all the time. <laughs> Like, I know that place. <laughs> <laughs> I still go when I'm back. But even Me back and my then, dad and my you, brother you, you could, they had places, but you know, there wasn't, at that point, there still wasn't, it hadn't exploded yet. Like, right. It was no. like, it was like paradox. And yeah, and like the Adventist capture, <laughs> you know, a couple like, you know, Nicholas's Vita, you know, you know, well, it was, yeah, it was Vita on the other side of the, of the street, though. The yeah. original Vita on the other side of yeah. Alberta. <laughs> On the south side. Yes. That's how you know how for that long a person's been there. Like Vito, what side of the street was Vito on? <laughs> <laughs> when you first got to Portland, how like how was it trying to break into the music scene? Was it hard to get shows? No, it was easy and everyone was really nice. And we were laughing about this on the way here. Well, well, because that was because we before here we kind of did this like we moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska, which was our place where we're like, oh, at least well, there'll be bands coming through that we could bring yeah. and play with and stuff. But when we, what we found when we got there was that there was like, there, it, even Lincoln is still a really small town, and you have these like these these guys that the, the promoters, I guess they're I don't know the fact they deserve that title, but <laughs> I don't know if they ever promoted anything, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, they're like these gatekeepers. So you just give them their tape back then. They and they basically would basically like it would almost be like, well, uh, you know, they just wouldn't get back to you, kind of like you did to Mistina, you know. <laughs> no, it's not true. You got back to me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but so Eventually. that pushed us into like the underground scene in, in Lincoln. I wasn't a saint in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they yeah we we couldn't play in the bars. No, yeah. It, when we left forever. Lincoln, when we left Lincoln, we were able to play wherever we wanted. But like that, and at that point, people were like, "Well, why are you leaving?" We're like, "It's too little, too late." Well, they had an underground scene, but it was a, a hardcore scene, so we kind of didn't. Fit it in. Didn't quite fit in, but it, that they, was they accepted us. They accept, yeah, yeah. And um, um, and there were some bands in Omaha that we played with, like the yeah. paint and stuff that fit in more with what we were doing. And Saddle Creek was kind of popular at the time. Yeah, Saddle Creek Records. Maybe we were like, maybe a little like, well, if it was hard to play the clubs in Lincoln, it's good. We're know, like, uh oh, but I'm gonna was, have to call it, this guy fifty times. You probably <laughs> have to call him fifty times. I have to call him fifty-two times. Maybe. No, um, but it seems so easy. Everyone was nice. It was pretty easy, right? And 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 Portland was really warm and receiving yeah. to what we were doing at the time, and and it was great. It was it, I, it, we were like. Yeah, we we made we thought, well, we made the right choice, mm-hmm. and we've had a, like a life here, yep. creating a band, and yeah, I don't regret any of it. <laughs> I regret plenty of things. I don't regret any of that part. <laughs> Tons of regret. You don't regret staying. Just what no, you I don't regret coming to Portland and staying here. That that part I don't. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't hard to make friends or? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I think what we were kind of doing at the time, we were maybe. Because there was some kind of like gothier things happening here, but we weren't really that. We did didn't feel a part of that at all. We were kind of like, I think as far as like post punk, we I don't I don't I don't think we had like that many 
contemporaries as far as like kind of leaning to like a darker side and um uh no you guys were way ahead of that yeah yeah thank you uh i, I thought so too and um but so like but we so, but we did find plenty of bands that were were fine of like like playing with us and we and uh yeah yeah i can't tell you how, how warm it just felt you know and like the the local press liked us they were fine with us and and just everything was good yeah and i was like yeah much more my more it ended up yeah, being much more than i thought it was going to be <laughs> you know to be honest you yeah. know i was i would have taken less <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it was great I, I portland's it's so different now there's so many dark bands and post-punk stuff and all these things yeah. happening there we're like weird no, I saw a review the other day. This man of mine could mention, and it was like you know, Portland's known for its dark music. I was like, oh, what? Oh, I guess maybe now. I guess it is. Didn't used to be. No, no, and I think because, I think because of the time that when we were kids and we were coming up, like the fact that there weren't those kinds of bands around, like we can almost enjoy more just playing with bands that are very different. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, super cool. I still enjoy it more in a way. And we still do. Yeah. What, what bands did you play with when you first started playing in Portland? What ones have I forgotten about? That band Garvin Bozia. Garvin Garvin Boz- yeah. And they would become that they got real successful. They got successful. Who they turned it? they changed their name and I don't they did like a country Americana thing. What is that band? I don't know. Oh. Something important. <laughs> It'll come to me in a minute. You know, it <laughs> anyway, should. um what else we play with? Uh 31 knots. Yeah, I played with that. Um, who else? <laughs> Did we ever play with Decemberists when they were first starting out? Yeah, or they got big. Oh, you had to have. Yeah. yeah. I played with. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, what, what, what was that? What was that? Uh, Pan. Pan Turismo's. Yeah. Yeah. There are, uh, yeah. I, I mean, Death Charge. <laughs> right. <laughs> Charge has been around for like 100 years. They were still, yes. Green, Green Circle. They were around then. Yeah, Green Circles. They were cool. They were a little later. That was like 2003. Yeah. Um. Oh, you're making me th- like think of all the bands. Nate Carson had that band. What, uh, what were they called? Planet The? Or no, that Planet oh, The was Charlie's different band. Different. Yeah. It's funny. These people probably don't remember us, but we remember them. <laughs> you're not remembering them. And like, you're, yeah, people are going to hear this and be offended. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> And all those people 20 years later probably don't even remember the band. That they, they don't were. know. They weren't in any band.
what do you think of Portland now? I like it. I like it okay. Um, I don't know whether my liking it is a reaction to everybody else going a little too far in their in their hate for it. <laughs> and, and pretending that nothing changes ever. Like, come on, that's you know, all. They get is. so precious about everything, and like, there are a few things I'm. I'm but they, they get they get they'll get really upset over a closing of a of a, of a restaurant they don't even eat at. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? What are you doing? Yeah. It's like, uh, what, who, who are we trying to impress with this, like, this sadness? You don't, you don't go there. Right. <laughs> but it, with Portland, the weird thing about Portland now is the that everyone has to own, like, five businesses. Mm. Like David was saying, everything's a fucking franchise. It's not just I'm trying to make it and I have my bar. I have my bar. You, you have know. to have five bars. Yeah, five. You know, or five <laughs> restaurants. And it's, like, it's kind of gross that way. Because they're not trying to, they're not humble. They don't want to just have a living. They want to be rich. Right. You know, and the, and I and that, and I that is not what, I don't relate to that. That's not what Portland felt like it was. Because nobody was trying, yeah, yeah, people wanted to eat out of, that's why you came here, because you could eat out of living, you know, doing very little work, you know, and it, it was cool. Yeah. You spend your time on writing songs, you know. Right. That's the thing I'll always miss because Portland, that's what made it such a great place. That's exactly what it made it. And we all chose to be there. You know, we yeah. all, everyone was like in on it. It wasn't like people going, fuck this town. It wasn't like, fuck this town. It's like, no, we're, we're here for a reason. Well, no. What, what did you always used to say? Like, people get mad that Portland people, everyone's moving to Portland. You're like, you know, there's not paradise. No one finds it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right? Like, of course, everyone's like, you're with this place. They're a bunch of weirdos and artsy people. And it's cheap. And it's cheap. Cheap. Yeah. yeah. So it's a big deal. Like, and, I, and you hope that. But the weather has gotten nicer. Uh, it's nicer, meaning it's I, th- I don't feel. I don't think. I think the winters are mi- more mild, uh, but the summers have like uh, heat waves. Like every it used, heat waves used to be uh, shorter, and like sometimes you didn't even have one. But now there's always a brutal heat wave every summer. Right. And I don't know why I said that's nicer, but but I <laughs> but I think California will be like a, a burnt to a crisp, and it will <laughs> oh, and be, no. it will be will be Southern right. California right. here in like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Until Oregon burns to a crisp like last right, year. Right, right. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> That's why the millennials This is the sweet spot. I'm here in the sweet spot. I don't have any children. <laughs> what is this little fuzzy thing? She's going to be around another seven years. Okay. It's going to be fine. Unless I clone her. I was thinking about, you know, I'm not gonna. You do not want to see me just talk about my dog for ten minutes. Because <laughs> I will. I could do it. <laughs> I could do it too. I know. I, dogs are the best. <laughs> Before COVID, I mean, who knows what's that's going to be like coming out of it for bands? But how how would the music? How would you see the music scene change up until then? I mean, but it, nothing really changed for us. I'm sure if you are a newer band, that it might be harder to get into clubs. There are a lot more bands, like a lot more bands. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's there's a ton more bands, and 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 that's kind of what, what's nice to have to be kind of an older band and yeah. like that scene, like in a sea of a ton of bands. It's like we don't have to. People will book us if we ask. You know, all the way through is shoot dates and people will 
give us a, a show, you know, and right. but instead of like, uh, you know, so that that's nice, you know, and I think Portland being bigger, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's it, there's more people to go to shows. <laughs> Right. You know, that's just a fact. Right. <laughs> As a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's nice hoodie. <laughs> Portland businessman, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> this is what it looks like. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't Your think... beard's not long enough. You can't be a oh. businessman in Portland. <laughs> You're right. You can always tell an entrepreneur in Portland. <laughs> He's got that lumberjack thing going on. Industrious. Because you see him coming out of the beard oil store. You do. Artisanal beard oil. Artisanal. (laughs) (laughs) We're making fun of where we live. (laughs) Not nice. We're supposed to be pro. Where the people are like, Portland's fine, man. No, well, okay, that that's the thing. Oh I mean, man, no, I love Portland. We yeah. do. No, we. Yeah, I there's still, things I, that I, I hate about it, but I love it. I've missed it every day since I moved. I love yeah. living in Europe, but I'll be back to Portland someday. Yeah. I still, I still, I agree. I, I, I like Europe, but I like, I still love California. But I love. Be, I still think this is the best place in this country to be, and. Um, and that's why, like, you know, we can lament the changes and stuff. I really don't. I try not to get, I try to live lightly and not get too, too attached to things, you know? Yeah. You know, things get taken so you easily. break your own heart. And yeah, like, right. I mean, I'm not saying I don't care. It's just like, I'm not going to get that precious about things the, you those can't types control. of things. Like, right. yeah, I can't. Right. Um, but I still think Portland, despite all the changes, is still wonderful. And I... I was going to say about getting shows too. I think that we've been around so long at this point that it like, it was like it 10 years. People are probably, why the fuck are you still doing this for? No one cares. But then when it hit 20, they're like, Oh, I see. Good job. <laughs> good job. We got to respect true. this. Well, you, Cause it's basically your, your failure. <laughs> you becomes wow. just an, an act of, of just of endur- really, an endurance test. <laughs> I really I really respect that you had your teeth kicked in and you're still here. That's right. That's right. They marvel. It's like a Rocky movie. <laughs> God, it's true. <laughs> what have I missed in the last five years? Well, Trump. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. We wanted to turn this question around on you because I'm like, yeah, yeah. Thinking what? So we were here. Like what, how much of it did you really, did you watch the news like crazy? Were you just. Oh yeah. No, obsessively. It it kind of ruined my life. I should not have done that. See, so then the same, it was no different living somewhere else. Wow. No. And like, I felt guilty being gone. It's like, if I had a sick relative back home, like I, uh, I didn't enjoy Like I couldn't enjoy being there. Yeah, you weren't right. like suckers. You should have done what I, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because no, Portland and USA, like for all the things that I hate about it, it's still my home. I mean, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. Of course. No, yeah, I, I imagine. I mean, no, it was heartbreaking time, to watch. Every time we've been in Europe, I'm, we're we're always like, that's we love that's, Portland. That's, we love our country. We do. Sure, sure, sure. And, and the, I think that I think. Well, I think other people love our country too. I, like you know, when I when I tra- travel up the places, like I, the, everyone tells you that they hate you. It's not; they don't. <laughs> they don't at all. They <laughs> respond just like everyone else does. Like if you're if you're a nice person, they're usually pretty people nice too. People are people, <laughs> and, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> what I've found, people are mostly confused about. Well, I mean, right. obviously about Trump, like that was just mind blowing. Right. People couldn't even wrap their minds around that. But they're they're confused by our gun laws. They don't understand. But they, yeah, yeah, they don't blanketly hate Americans in any way. Of course not. Right. Because that's stupid. Anybody was to, if someone was to tell me, oh, they just hate, like, I'd be like, well, I don't want to hang out with that. <laughs> you know, like, if you, that's, that, if you're just like lumping me into things, I don't, then, I mean, come on, you must know how it is. They must know how it is, like, like in their own country, you know, you know, we're just usually, hopefully, we're supposed to be the good guys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And there's always the American. We never were. I don't know. But but yeah, as far as like what you've missed, I really feel like that was it was like the president's not something I think about much. (laughs) But all of a sudden there's (laughs) Trump, and that's you every day. It's like he did what? He said what? What? Like not supposed to think about this person. I didn't. I stopped thinking about it altogether. It stressed uh, me out, and a lot of people. Well, yeah, you're good at that. I just don't. That's I don't want, I just want wasn't gonna have my life be about this guy. Right. <laughs> I right. just can't. Right. My life could t- end tomorrow. I could get hit by a truck tomorrow, and I'm not my my thoughts aren't gonna be about that fuck. It's just not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going out like that. God, I I tried so hard to get there. Right. Yeah. Right. Like she said, I'm good. I just I have, I'm good about I'm good about putting things. In compartmentalizing their place, yeah. And that did deserve its place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I felt relief when it was over, though. Okay. And I'm, you know, and that's where I'm at yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to the point that, I mean, I talked to four or five people yesterday, and most of them, being they'd already been vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. We're fully so vaccinated, seems, yeah. Yeah, we're vaccinated. Oh, both of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of our friends, oh, actually, close friends, are all vaccinated already. I had, I'm fully, I'm fully vaccinated, and then I, and I it was interesting because I had my first encounter with somebody who we were talking apart, and they said, "Hey, can I come closer? I'm fully vaccinated." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm fully vaccinated too. Come on, <laughs> it's okay. To come, it's okay to come a little closer. It's fine." <laughs> and it was weird, though. Weird. It was a weird conversation to have. And getting oh, it's going to be so hard to get used to yeah. again. Maybe after the, the, when the vaccines are all said and done, like we'll still be, you know, like have done something right, something, yeah, throughout it, you know. Yeah, in the past forty days, America's really like has really done something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's why I just want to start being some people who do the right thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Trump had decided not like to, like there was that kind of treaty they were going in on like like so when there is a vaccine we'll all share it. And Trump was like, no, I'm not sharing. <laughs> Maybe he was right. You know, I'm not. <laughs> no, I hate to have to agree. Maybe <laughs> I hate to have to agree, but is that possible? Because <laughs> he was like, no, no, we're probably gonna get the vaccine before you, and we're gonna just go ahead and fix ourselves. <laughs> it's what the UK is doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, are they doing better than the rest parts of rest of Europe? Yeah, but UK is not part of Europe anymore. That's right. So was that isolation? Was that are are the isolationists like fixing? <laughs> See, told you. Totally. <laughs> they, you know what I mean? Like, I hate that when that shit makes them right. That kind of stuff. Right, That's right, what right. I'm talking about. Right. 
that's exactly what I'm saying about the Trump. Like, they'll be like, yeah, see, we were right about all that, you know, and you're like, well, you listen, psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and we can get off politics. But can you imagine if Trump would have won? <laughs> I mean, it like it would have turned into the third world country, like on purpose. Republicans would have just let everybody starve. Mm-hmm. No, would right. not be vaccines. Right, right. No. Six, that's six hundred dollars. That's what. And saying. like, they, yeah. everything can be taxed or whatever. Like, oh god, oh, disgusting. What? Well, uh, like ten days ago, I just was sick of dealing with stuff, and so even my hair. So I just shaved my head. Nice. And then, like a few days later, I heard, "Oh, everyone's going to be vaccinated by May," and like I realized, like I hadn't been happy in a year. Oh, but I'm sure, like everybody, like I'm not the only one, right? But like I I hadn't looked forward to anything. I hadn't like, I didn't realize how fucked up it been. You know, I have to be honest. Like maybe it's because of that compartmentalizing that that we were talking about earlier. But I, I, I've I've been okay. You know, I got I I got used to pretty fast. Like I was an early early doctor. In the beginning, you weren't okay. (laughs) You think I was okay? I would come over here and you'd be all teary-eyed. Like, because we couldn't hug or anything. And we'd be just standing apart from each other going. And you're like, like, I I haven't hugged anyone in like three months. I I hadn't gotten used to it. And that was weird. (sighs) Who can get used to it? You're a freak. (laughs) All that trauma. Maybe. (laughs) The rest of us are like, (laughs) in our beds. Like... (laughs) It's not like I don't drink. <laughs> that's, maybe that's my secret. <laughs> I think that might be your secret. And this little fuzzy thing right here. This is Verna. Verna, you where are you? Chihuahua too, or Chihuahua? Yeah, Chihuahua. Yeah. Yes. Verna Fields. <laughs> Verna's from where? Fresno. Is that right? I think it's Modesto. Modesto. Or, or, or Merced. <laughs> Somewhere not awesome. Modesto. One of the ratter parts of California. <laughs> God, it sounds so shitty. Someone's gonna listen and go, "Hey, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, Merced. I would love to hear someone stick up for Merced. <laughs> there used to be a punk club in Merced. Is that oh, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I've been to Merced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to understand what I mean. There's also farming communities along the five yeah. down there are a trip. You know, <laughs> like, old time, like a old time movie, like. The mayor kind of ran everything and was like super <laughs> important, and people would like slip him bribes yeah. while he's walking down the street. And yeah, it's just it's weird down there. It's weird. No, it is. And that's that's where she's from. And but uh, um, <laughs> how did you get her from Merced? Um, I I guess she was a stray, and they they ship a lot of dogs up here to Portland. They ship dogs from all oh, okay. over the place. Oh, okay. ships them all over the place. So you've been a band for so long and put out so many records, done some big, small tours, so many shows. What keeps you going after so long? I mean, stubborn, stubbornness. <laughs> and that, and that like, Ooh, we did it this long. I remember thinking at some point, well, why would a band still keep going after 10 years if no one gives a fuck? <laughs> Now I'm like, I don't care if anyone gives a fuck. I'm just doing what I know that I'm good at. I don't. Well, okay. What I, the only thing I feel that I'm good at. <laughs> <He's> a killer. <laughs> <laughs> but, and what and what you know, it makes me happy. 
it's funny. I was reading, like, I don't even know what I was looking for, but I found this interview that, that we did in 2007, six, 2006. And, I, and there was a similar question. Why are you still a band after all this time? It was like, we'd been a band for 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, cause well, some people like to hike and some people like to watch TV and I just <laughs> like to like entertain and be on a stage and have fun. So it's just that it's just, some people like to go out dancing. Some people have to work. Just watch me now. Blue <laughs> <laughs> read, everyone. <laughs> I still love it. It's still great. Right. It's still the best thing. Yeah. Still the best thing that I do. You know, I mean. That's all we know how to do, too. Right. That, you know, that's, that's convenient. <laughs> I think we'll probably do that better than anything else. And I still enjoy it. And, um, uh, we always had this like interesting um, uh, understanding, and that we that we uh, that made sense to us that the that to break up would be really melodramatic and you know right. just kind of unseemly to us that we would never if we would just simply not make records anymore. Right, we've had a lot of people play with us too, like over the years. But we have our thing. And if you want to be a part of it, you can come. And we're probably going to be here till we're 90. <laughs> yeah. No, all those people who are coming on, like most of them are not fired. <laughs> True. They ran. <laughs> These fires are crazy. Well, even not just with bands, but you guys book shows, DJ, hang out, go to shows. Like, what's kept you interested still? It's just meeting, meeting and like new people and collecting friends for me, you know, it's like someone interesting to talk to someone that I, I love meeting people that have been playing music forever. Like whether they're, um, in bands that I respect and love and they've been around forever or just they've worked in clubs forever and they've seen every band, you know, like that's music history is to me is interesting. So if I can, I'm like what Martin used to do sound at CBGBs when he was like 16 years old, our friend Martin BC, we played shows with him and he, I will just sit, I'll be like, sit down. I just want to hear about this show or that show. And he just tells me all these things about, you know, doing sound for the Ramones or whatever. And that's, that's and people have that art too. That's like, they're like, I don't want to talk about my, Life and then they're like, get then they have this other part, like, hey, anybody who'll listen. Well, no, <laughs> not, because, not saying Mark, I'm saying <laughs> no, no. there's a t- there's a thing in like where, yeah, there's a point where like you're too cool well, to speak, you're just like smoking uh, <laughs> short answers. No, but no. then the, <laughs> the probably, <laughs> and then it's like, whoa. no, the look on my face, I'm sure they're like, I'm gonna keep talking. That girl looks like she's gonna like <laughs> jump out of her skin, like, oh my god. <laughs> tell me more but yeah it's just that really and the meeting the the good people you know there are a lot of of course dickhead bands you know that (laughs) and seeing people but no there's good ones and they make it worth it what were the most exciting things you guys have gotten to do as a band um or did you even enjoy it did you even notice at the time yeah i remember going all the way across the country and uh seeing the atlantic ocean uh, uh, because I had taken 
this van, you know, with my, <laughs> my band, you know, I right. felt like, you know, I don't, I don't know there was like weird captain vibes or any of that shit, but I felt like I, I accomplished something, you know, <laughs> like I'd taken, you know, what I, this endeavor, you know, all the way across the country and I was in New York city and I felt like satisfied that I'd done something. And then there was, it's incremental. Um, first I'm like, Oh, if I could, you know, if I could just, uh, play a show, that'd be cool. You know? And yeah. then, uh, Oh, uh, if I could, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, first, it's like, could I write, if I could write a song, that'd be cool. Then it's like, yes. can I play a show? And then we try, we always had the, is this song as good as oh, yeah. this band that we love? And we'd be like, no. No. And then this song? No. no. This one? I think it, it is. It might be. It might I think be. it is. It, might be <laughs> so we, it was always that, like, no, now yeah. what? Oh, we did it. Now what? <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, okay, I, I just will we'll make a record, you know? And then we made a record. What if we like, make a final on. record? Yeah. Well, we did this. We, like, yeah. We just like. It, we got excited just even a few years we had never for some reason made a 10 inch we had a 10 inch record and we were so we i felt like a, a kid again i was like look look what we did look what we did this is us on here it's that easy folks <laughs> you also can be happy and excited with your life if you make it very very simple Yes, really scale it down. No, you just, make it simple. Steven will call me and talk lightly. for 15 minutes about a sandwich at a restaurant that he found. So, I mean, really. <laughs> oh, fuck. You really are from Portland. <laughs> no, I just, I try to enjoy like the small things. Yeah. You know, I, I, live so, li- I live lightly. Oh, Mistina, you're having a bad day. Well, you should go get this sandwich. It's real good. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad move. It's not. I'm right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Mistina, what kind of shit do you have to put up with that male musicians don't have to? Mm. I don't know if if male musicians have to to put up with this necessarily. You you tell me. People talking to you like you don't know what the fuck you are doing. Um, just assuming that you're an idiot kind of talking down <laughs> I mean, that's that's what i've experienced yeah. the most and i thought a lot about this because i was like well like what, what what would i what would i say about this i like is it just women it what's what it's taught me is that you you just approach people with kindness and not assuming anything you don't assume they know or don't know something and you talk to everyone kindly and that's what i think is is uh changed since like the 90s when i started when people there was no pc anything like there was no uh you know me too like everything was awful and i think that's what's changed in culture and to that that just extend that to every human being just can think of before you speak i can't imagine now some of the situations we would find ourselves in like where you're in some kind of, i don't know why the conversation went wrong <laughs> but I can hear it happening behind me or something. And all I'm thinking really, you know, I, and re- really is like hoping I don't get my teeth kicked in by these five people <laughs> that I just need to kick off. <laughs> I, guess. I mean, I, I talk back, but, I, but, I, but it makes me what, what it's taught me the way that I've been treated over the years. is like, just don't fucking assume anything. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Um, and, so to ask questions. Be curious. Be curious. That's what people aren't. They're not curious. They're arrogant. And that's the, that's a problem. 
And these are these, and that's that's men that I like am friends with and know. They'll still they it's like it's so ingrained to just talk down to women. Well, you're used to talking to very intelligent men that don't treat you that way, you know. <laughs> you know how many times well, in my it. life David's been like, Messina, please don't. Messina, please, you're gonna get me beat up. Messina, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please stop writing your mouth. Well, yeah. I mean, it's happened a few that's happened a few times. But it's like basically well, because basically it was it's a different time. And I'm like, this is this is not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. What happens is they're going to fucking push it too far. And then I, I, I know what happens next. Right. <laughs> and, and can we just, let's just go. It's never, <laughs> never happened. I've got no one's teeth kicked in. No. <laughs> what, like, what's the stuff that me and other men you're friends with still do that we don't even I think, realize? I, th- I really think it's just that. I think that it's, it's uh, just assuming often speaking in a way that is disrespectful i think it's a lesson for everyone and the way that everything's changed you just just careful careful slow slow down (laughs) like 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 at this point and i really i the the like people's pronouns and changing their pronouns even that i'm like oh good we all have to think a whole lot before we fucking open our mouths and that's important and compare that to the like to the mid '90s, like when you said before there was Me Too, when things were definitely not PC. Because it seemed to me, I remember back then that was like the first backlash against political correctness. Like we're going through the second round of it now, because what, twenty years later? Mm-hmm. But it, how different were things then? I mean, we we would walk down the street in Lincoln, and people would call us faggots, and I'm like, what? Why? Because <laughs> way I, what am I doing? You know, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got called a faggot too. I know. <laughs> the '90s were just people were just straight up fucking awful. Well, no, I mean that's where they, they the turning. I think that, that that's that's where a bunch of kind of like red, more rednecky people got in, into Nirvana <laughs> and and kind of changed. Like it, I think that was a good thing. That's like the best thing about Nirvana. I don't really care for Nirvana, but I think that it did make a lot of redneck people have to like. Uh, you know, really re- reconsider some uh, some positions they had. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a little bit, even just a little bit. I think that that was a thing that that that. Well, I watched suddenly, it happen in suddenly, Missouri. Well, suddenly, oh, I'm just glad I'm not back there. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> well, no. If anything, if, if if COVID's taught us anything, you know, the, the, uh, these po- the policies of the uh, of these leaders. Uh, this is not to. You know, I feel bad for the people who had to suffer on, under them, but this is this is a reckoning. I mean, you're seeing policies like uh, like actually have. Uh, 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 I mean, you've, you've constantly seen policies have ramifications, but in this in this like you're like you've watched states be ravaged. I mean, like I mean, granted, California, like despite all their best efforts, didn't. Like, but I mean, you've seen these kind of policies like play out. And so I, I something I don't have any sympathy for the people who live there, but I'm like going, well, if you're going to ha- going to elect these people, you're going to have to like to, I don't know. It's a, t- it's a tough one. Do you see hope for the future? Or do you think it's just going to get more and more Very backwards, single. more and more Trump? Uh, I'm very cynical, but uh, mm-hmm. lots of things have gotten better. You know, it's not, it's far from perfect, but I, I was born in 1973. You know, I mean, compared to now, you don't want to go back there. Right. Trust me, this is better. Yeah. Way fucking better. 
<laughs> and people go, and it can be not enough. You can say not enough. That's fine. You can say not enough, but I, I've seen, I've seen change in, just in my own short life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm a little bit older than you, but I would never have thought that we would have had a black president, gay marriage. Yep. Yep. Never. Yep. Legalized marijuana, all that stuff. It all happened. <laughs> yeah. It all happened. It's to when drugs would be criminalized here. Yeah, things have happened. Like, yeah, basically, yeah, it, it's crazy. Wow. That's, you can't tell me that that's not progress. Well, people are complaining about yeah, the true. way the it's, extreme, like, you know, oh, me too, and oh, this, and, the, you know, I, I, that's the way it always goes, right? Before things change, there's some drama, some extremism. It's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing thing. I think sometimes I, I, um, and I was this young person that came into things when I was, uh, you know, you get there and you're in your twenties and you're so angry, you know, about certain yeah. ideas and you think you're the first one that ever thought of them. <laughs> and yeah, but you need, like, and then you like meet older people and they're like, look, you know, the coffee's over there. Bathroom's down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so even Mark, when I spoke, like, would be at protests in the 80s, uh -huh. there was, you know, older hippies, and they said, well, we did this 20 years ago. You'll be doing this. You'll be doing this next time in your uh, life. It's not over. Yeah. So what would you like to pass on to women, getting, either getting into the music scene or starting a band? Oh, boy. Well, we made a joke earlier practice <laughs> but like <laughs> i i think it's just the best advice it is it is the best advice for anyone um but be assertive that's what has helped me is just being assertive especially if you're gonna depending on where you live and like i mean portland's kind of easy right so what if you are a girl yeah. in the south or the midwest trying to start a man you have to be assertive and and don't don't get your heart broken too easily <laughs> it's like it's hard. I think it's pretty hard for women to be in bands, but ask for what you want and don't put up with any shit. But be nice at the same time. <laughs> Somehow. Be Somehow. nice. Have a David going, Lucina, stop, please. <laughs> stop. No, well, that, that, that makes it sound like I censor you, but it's not. I don't no, know. no, you're just going, please don't. It's getting crazy now. I'm just your friend going, no, don't. That's not. No one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Call your promoter a hundred times. Just do whatever you need to do to get the show. <laughs> Especially the first one. It was a really good show, too. Right. What was the first band you guys got obsessed with on your own? Smiths. Really? That was the first one for you? you well, didn't have on my own? The ones, the ones, okay, I've definitely liked music before that. But it wasn't on my own. The way he says on my own makes me think like something that I feel like it wasn't. Oh, like what I mean, what I mean, like my cousin got me into Kiss and Black Sabbath right. and stuff. But the first right. band that I found, like that I loved on my own was the Stray Cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I had an Elvis tape because I grew up with like, you know, people who were basically my grandparents, so much older than me. And that's the thing they gave me. And I remember riding my bike in circles to that. And I loved it. And then, and then I became a teenager and then it was the doors. <laughs> and those were the things I got into on my own. And, you know, that's not indie at all, but I was in the middle of nowhere. So I still let, and I still like 
all of us and I still like the doors. So <laughs> you the Smiths, that's what your answer is? Yeah, that's what... All right. You're that guy. You're uh, the coolest guy ever. <laughs> really? What about the well, you already said the Smith, but what was the first underground band you got obsessed with? Um that took over your life. Shit. That's harder. Well, what happened to me was like I. Well, what 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 band changed you from the Doors to? dyed black hair and lots of makeup. Well, Sonic Youth, but they weren't really an indie band, were they? You can't really count them. Yeah, you can. SST. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. That would be them. They definitely weren't on the radio. Right. Right. Or I mean, like they maybe maybe on a radio show on KBOO, but. Uh, that, that, that totally counts. Yeah, and um, they weren't always on. Yeah, they weren't always on Geffen. But my bloody Valentine was like the next one that really yeah, that blew your mind. Yeah, that I just became obsessed and ordered everything from the back of like a Rolling Stone. You know how you would have to they had the ads and you'd have to yeah. mark the albums that you want and their imports and you mail it in with your check. <laughs> and so we ordered every my bloody Valentine CD, and that was a big deal. We were just like, whoa. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. I'm not even sure how that happened. I know we didn't do that. We didn't have that much money. There had to be a, some impetus somewhere. No, we bought them all. <laughs> I know we bought them all. I'm just wondering. I mean, like, there had to have been a, some jam that like, blew our minds or something. All right. Maybe. Maybe it was like a comp. Yeah. Oh, we're so old. We can't remember. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad because you've turned me on to more. 90s Britpop, shoegaze, my bloody Valentine stuff than anyone. Awesome. Good. Because of you that I started listening to it. Then Matt Hollywood like gave me some more stuff later, but not could not compared to what you did. Oh crazy. Awesome. Yeah. The upstairs DJing. <laughs> Super fun. Well, no, even before that, but because I missed out on all that because I only listened to punk. Right, right. Yeah. Over COVID, I've been getting into a lot deeper into even those genres just because DJing was kind of the only thing I could do online oh, and yeah. just watching other DJs and like Shazam's the best thing ever. It's like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Just, and just buying tons of music. It's been fun. Really fun. Music is everything. That's here, here, here. <laughs> a, that's the answer to every question. Why are you doing this still music? Why do you go to clubs still? Why do you huh. talk to people's music? <laughs> therapy anything planned after covid like do you have a plan or are you just going to see what happens no. do you have a drummer yeah we have a drummer we got a full we got a full band mm-hmm. full four-piece band um we always do though every time someone quits it's like i'm on the phone going want to be in a band <laughs> for, for real like we yeah and we're, really we're, we're real thrilled with with what who we've got right now yeah. behind the kit and uh he's uh he's so rad he's great i mean like yeah i'm very excited about working on, on a new record and we're like just writing songs right now we want to play we're writing songs we want to play some outdoor shows here mm-hmm. and then i think after covid what we've been talking about is is going and living in germany for a few months just for fun and playing shows like just oh, go, man. yeah that's that's I mean, we went to Germany. I booked some shows a couple of years ago, and it was so fun. And we we're like, we should just go live there. We should just go live there for like two months. Yeah. And yeah. That's kind of the plan now. Where? I, or do you know? I, will it be Berlin? You uh, think? Yeah. Probably Berlin. Yeah. 
So we have a, we have a couple friends there, but it just seems like what we should do. As much as we love England, that's just that does not seem like a place to go right now. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, and it's so fucking expensive yeah. there. I mean, like London, you'd live in a closet for right. like three thousand pounds. Oh my but god! But Berlin is still semi cheap. Like even it's like yeah. compared to Portland. It's, I mean, it's like everywhere. It's going up and up. But right. No, I yeah. When we were there just a few years ago, um, I loved it. And yeah, it was so cheap. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like, this is this is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> now that we can travel again, I can fly there for about forty euro. So yeah, also, is that right? That's so I'll see you guys on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. Love that. That'd be great. I didn't.